Hi, I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. Hold on a sec. Shouldn't we like, it's season two. Shouldn't, should we do something different? Why? I don't know. Cause like it's season two of Friends with Elephants. Like if we did something different, it might be like amazing. Okay. Well, what are you thinking? I don't know. What we have was pretty good, but uh... yeah. So I'm saying, <laughs> why don't we just have awesome season two content and switch over to episodes instead of weeks? You're listening to Friends with Elephants. A show for the cool nerd in you. <laughs> it's season two. Episode one. And we're What? I know! Who knew that we'd be here? And we're <laughs> back from an extended break. It was quite extended. We got a little bit of mail and like some of our actual big Viewers that we see, like our family members and friends, they were kind of peeved at us for going away for so long. Not to mention, we screwed up, so we have an apology to start the year with. Uh, we actually did record in episode 39. Um, however, we never we never did anything with it. I know, my computer got like jacked up and I couldn't edit properly, but we had a whole top three turf war for Christmas movies in there. It would have been great. And we would have announced that we were going on hiatus had we released that episode. So we apologize. This year, we're making it a resolution to announce when we go on hiatuses better. And instead of weeks, we're moving to episodes because... That's better. It's just better. It's better. It's season two. So how was your break? It was good. Um, Very busy. I am turning into an adult soon. Hold on. You are an adult. No. What do you mean turning into an adult? You've I'm... been an adult. You are an adult. No. No. Well, what are you... So explain this. You got to explain this. Already you're irritating the shit out of me. <laughs> Season two, episode one. Well, um, as you know, Jay, I am I am very lucky and uh, I am have an opportunity and I'm building a house right now with Blake Kingston. Oh, I've I've heard about this house. So when am I going to see this house? Who knows? We're behind schedule right now. <laughs> and you're living with the in-laws? And I'm living with my in-laws. <laughs> but, it's it's not the same like it was it's weird to lose your space. Like so now I'm no longer in charge of anything. I'm like a guest permanently. It's you're weird. You're a permanent guest in in a home that is supposed to somewhat be yours, but it's not yours. Yeah. I get that. I understand. It's like visiting your parents over a long weekend. You know you belong, but it's, it's not, not your same. place. Yeah, like once you live on your own for a little while, it's a little bit different when you go back. You're kind of like, oh, now I have to do things your way and I'm not going to do things my way because that wouldn't be right. It's your home. This is such a small fraction of your lives together. And then you get a house. So, I mean... I guess you are somewhat becoming an adult. I know. Once you have a house. With, living with somebody's parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm envisioning the adulthood in my future. How about you? Like How was it. your break? We actually had a really lovely Christmas, Becky and I. We saw all of our family. Um, it was, you know, lots of movies. Caught up on so much TV. My God, we caught up on TV. Like it was, it was actually one of the more relaxing breaks that we've had. Even yeah. though I saw four different families and did three different Christmases in one day, and 
in 24 hours was on the road like constantly yeah it was still it was still lovely being with all that family i i will say that that's also like being an adult is having to go to like 12,000 christmases it is and you feel like an adult but everybody's so welcoming and it you know the the hardest thing about this christmas it was it was our first christmas our kennedy christmas without my uncle my uncle passed away uh, last year very suddenly and so that was the hardest part I think of the Christmas season but um, you know our, our our Kennedy family is just resilient and we we rose to the challenge and partied and anytime we felt sad we toast and you know it was it was there was a lot of drinking I'll tell you that much you know that's probably the best part of Christmas that is all that drinking. I love that drinking. <laughs> All right, Mr. Bartender, should, shall we move on to the show? I think so. I think it's about time. It's time for a top 10 turf war. What? I know we're changing up a format a little bit, but we really want to look back at 2015. And there were so many great TV series that came out in 2015. That is a fact. We want to go back and do like a top 10 list of what are best. And, you know, we can only come to that by fighting. So it's a turf war. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So, Ivana, why don't you tell me what your number 10 TV show is? And we'll go back and forth. All right. I like it. Number 10 is Fresh Off the Boat. It's on my list. Woohoo! All right. My number 10 is Unreal. Hmm, not on my list. Ooh. Okay. N- number nine, I Zombie. Not on my list. Okay. Number nine for me is Daredevil. On my list. Okay, so we're like two, well, we're sort of. We're doing getting okay. there. Number eight for me is Daredevil. Okay. Uh, number eight for me, and this is going to rub some people the wrong way. I really liked Agent Carter. And I'm so excited it's coming back. I think it's actually coming back tonight. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Or maybe it's tomorrow. Uh, so Agent Carter is my number eight. Agent Carter is not on my list. Okay. My number seven is Quantico. Did not make my list. I haven't even started watching that show, to be completely honest. My number seven, fresh off the boat. My number six, crazy ex-girlfriend. I don't know where to find this show. She won the Golden Globe. I want to see this, but I haven't even started it because I can't find it anywhere. I know you're streaming and all that. I just I wish it was just easier. I could like just buy the season and then be done with it, but um, I can't believe she's not on Show Me because Jane is Jane the Virgin. I know. I know. But I think it's because they're holding on. I don't know why. I don't know. It's CW. Jane the Virgin CW. I know. That's what I'm saying. Show me. You dropped the ball on that one. But I love it. I I love that that's on your list. I want to see it. I just haven't yet. So my number six, Master of None. Didn't make my list. Okay. I did watch it and I liked it, but it didn't make the list. My number five, Better Call Saul. Not on my list. Didn't didn't even see it. Oh. Didn't even check it out. My number five. I know it's on your fucking list, <laughs> Mister Robot. Yeah, that's my. Well, oh, I don't even think it's a like. Is it's it a surprise? a surprise? It's my number fine. one. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, my number four is Jessica Jones. 
Uh, that is on my list. Uh, my number four is The Last Kingdom, another Netflix special. I didn't actually watch that one. Okay. My number three is Narcos, Netflix. Didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> my number three is Making a Murderer. I didn't. You know what? I'm I'm in the middle of it, so no spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. No, no, I know. Um, I didn't think that was eligible <laughs> because I, it wasn't it's totally scripted. A, it's a one season. It's a it's a show. It's every, you know what? It's That's a show. fair. Everybody's watching. It's a season. You know it'll come back for another season, even if it's not scripted. I just I don't know. I I guess I just didn't think of it you as an option. Think about it. Anyway, okay. M- number That's my two. Number, three. number two for me is the grinder. No, 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 N- nowhere on my list. What? I can't do that. Have you seen it? I have seen it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, number two on my list is Jessica Jones. And number one on my list is obviously Mr. Robot, the greatest show on earth. So our number one is totally not the same. My number one is the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Wow. Okay, we have. I went over this with Becky, and Becky was so shocked that I liked Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that much. I know. I mean, I liked the show. I like it. See, we we watched it. I didn't TV cheat, but I've watched it in secrecy again. Like, secret shame watching this show again. It's a fantastic show. I don't know if it's top 10. Like, there was a lot of good television in 2015. There was a ton of great television. So, what the, the shows that. So, we have at least four in common. Yes. Okay. So, we have four in common. So let's start with those. So Jessica Jones Just, is my number two, and it's your number four. I will give Jessica Jones the number. Why num- don't we give two to Jessica Jones? If Mr. Robot gets number one, it also won for best drama. It's also <sighs> like, I don't think I've ever liked a show this much. Okay. Jessica Jones is number four for you. It's number two for me. Jessica Jones at number one, Mr. Robot at number two. It's number five on my list. Okay, how about this? How about this? If you get number two and three and four. Oh, yes. Mr. Robot can be number one if I get that. Okay, done. All right, so Mr. Robot, all right, just plugging you in here. Uh, So Jessica Jones at number two. You're good with that? I'm good with that. Okay. Mr. Robot at number one. What are you going to put at three we, as three and four? Well, what else do we have in common? The other one we had in common was... What, you're just giving me these? Like, I can do whatever I want with them? Yeah. I want to be a little bit fair. Like, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt wasn't even on your list. It's still a good show. I'll, I'll let it be number three. Why don't I make that number four? Okay. I, I mean, that's a that's a big compromise for me. And how about what if Making a Murderer is number three? I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so Making a Murderer is number three. Now, fresh off the boat, we had it, but it was high on both of our lists. Yeah, I had it as number 10. You had it as... I had it at number seven. I'm I'm cool with giving it a number seven spot. I like seven. Yeah. Seven's good for that. And we both had Daredevil on our list. For me, it was number eight. I can move Daredevil to to eight. So uh, what do we have left that was, in, was common? That's it. We've now covered all of our common shows. Did you see Master of None? Yes, I've seen all of Master of None. Th- so it didn't make your list, though? So. It didn't make my list. Um, The problem is that, now this is a complete taste thing, Aziz Ansari is one of my favorite comedians. Right. I would consider putting it in the number nine or ten spot, but not more than that. 
The problem is that I don't know how much I like that style of comedy, that Louis C.K. Right. type of comedy. It's, the jokes aren't coming at you. It's like droll. It's very, yeah, it's very telling a story and some of the time it's funny. And, and I like because the that, story. Because there's not a lot, like, in later episodes, if you haven't seen it, there's there's some hard drama. I, I like that about it. I really, really like Aziz Ansari watching him in a show like this because he says all the things you're thinking. Where I think the show fell down a little is that it it changed directions throughout the, se- the season and it felt a little bit just unrefined. Okay. And, and so that's why I would be okay to put it in a number 10 or 9 spot. Well, what... So we have four spots left at this point. Yeah. What is on your list that you, like, low on your list that is not on here yet? Because now we're mostly in my bottom five. Uh, Narcos. Okay, I've heard nothing but amazing things about Narcos. It's so cool. And what number is that on your list? It's my number three. So I feel like that's got to take a five spot. I agree. I mean, I haven't seen it. I've heard amazing things. Uh, there's also Grinder, which is number two, but clearly you didn't like it, so I'm not even going to fight for that I don't yet. even want that crap. I I don't want it on the list. I'm just throwing it out there. I gave you Mr. Robot number one. I know you gave me some nice ones, but the Grinder. I love that show, especially the show no within the show. It is the boat. It is better than Fresh no, Off the Boat. No, it is not. All right. Um, what else do you got on there? But yeah, Narcos, I think, is number five. It's a very cool mix of actual learning, like of what happened in history, plus amazing acting and directing. And it's got this really cool little like take a documentary and then like make it a drama mix going on. And it is fantastic. The other one. How is that not making a murderer? Taking its story, its documentary style and building a drama out of it. Oh, well, because it's totally scripted in actors. Oh, I think there's quite a bit of scripting in making a murderer. I'm only like four episodes in so far. Okay. I do. I believe heavily that they coached those conversations out of these people. I mean, that's fair. And that is what documentaries do. I don't know why I just didn't even think that was even eligible, but I would put it in there. So right, I, I so think that's. You got Narcos at five. Narcos at what five. What else is on your list? I want, I really want Crazy Ex Girlfriend. I want with... that in too, but I, I, I can't. Like, I, like, I think where? it deserves. I have it at number six. Okay, I've got a lot on here that, that's and I my, also I'll think take that Agent Carter out as well. I I also think Crazy Ex Girlfriend. You would like it. I probably and it would have been in your top ten. I just haven't been able to find it. So that's why I I vote for we that to get the number six position. Okay, I'm good with that. What else you got? Better Call Saul and Quantico. And I Zombie. Those are the ones that are left. What do you have left? I. I've taken pretty much everything off. I've got The Last Kingdom left. Okay. You know what? I've heard really good things about The Last Kingdom. And I've got Master of None, which hasn't made the list. I, I feel like all. Master of None. Like, what do you want out, out of all the ones that you have? What are your final three that you want to fight for? You know what I want? I we have want two spots left, The Last right? Kingdom on this list. Okay. I would challenge that it's better than Game of Thrones. Oh, I really want to watch it now. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So that's number seven then. Uh, no, no, no. Number seven is we've already set fresh off the boat. Oh, right. And so Daredevil's it, number eight. So it's number nine. So it's number nine. What was your other one? Better Call Saul and iZombie? Let's take iZombie off. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Better it is Call a procedural. Saul. It's not as good as Veronica Mars. I'll give it to you. Okay. Let's put Better Call Saul at but what nine. About, what about- And I will put Last Kingdom at 10. No, I think let's do Last Kingdom at, at nine. 
Better Call Saul at 10. Really? Okay. I'm I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> I think I'm going to love Last Kingdom, so I'm just doing it based on that. I'll just tell you what it like. It's a story of basically Vikings versus Britons, and it's the story of the birth of England. That's all I'll say, and it's crazy. It sounds awesome. And I think I watched it in three days. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we got a list. All right. You have it on your computer, so you you do it. All right. So number 10, Better Call Saul. Number nine, The Last Kingdom. Number eight, Daredevil. Number seven, Fresh Off the Boat. Number six, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Number five, Narcos. Number four, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Number three, Making a Murderer. Number two, Jessica Jones. And the number one TV series of 2015. Mr. Robot! Mr. Robot. The greatest show of all time. Or at least last year. (laughs) Hot Topic in T.O. One more time. Hot Topic in T.O. Last one. Hot Topic in T.O. I love it. More and more becomes a song every time I ask you to <laughs> sing. It's like amazing. Hot Topic and T.O. We're uh, we're talking New Year's resolution. It's 2016. Are you a New Year's resolution fan? I'm actually not. Oh, I am. I'm a big resolution guy. Last year, my resolution was to drink water as my primary drink. And did you do it? I did. And I lost a whole bunch of weight and I was happy. This year, uh, my number one resolution is to go from a double-double to a regular with milk, which I have basically already accomplished 20 days in. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was very easy, actually. It wasn't wasn't difficult at What's all. What's a regular with milk? It's one sugar and One milk sugar, one milk. Versus two creams, two two sugars. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I think that's a, a great thing. I had a double-double recently, and I was like, wow, this is like a dessert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one of my resolutions. Another one of my resolutions is to read a classic book every quarter. Oh, I like that. So it has to be like a Moby Dick or... Something that is so known for being classic, and I've never read it before. And, What's your first and read one in general? I might try. I might try and join you on that just for fun. I was thinking my first one would. Uh, this is like super ambitious, but I was kind of. Th- oh no, leaning, War and Peace. No, I was kind of leaning towards uh, the Odyssey. <gasps> you know what? I've read the Iliad, and I love the Iliad, but yeah. I've never read the Odyssey. I'll read it with you, and then let's. Have a book club segment on the show. Oh, well, that's sweet. Okay, so, yeah, sure. So you out there, if you guys want to join us on this book club, which is not even like that big of a deal, four books a year, everyone can do that. Read the Odyssey with us and we'll talk about it at the end of quarter one. So sometime in April? Yeah, yeah, April. Oh, wait, no, because quarters are three months. March. March. <laughs> there you go. That's right. 12 months, three. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. See, I, I'm not a big New Year's resolution fan, but I am a big, like, continual improvement fan. So that's kind of like that. Um, one resolution or conti- continual improvement thing that I did recently is um, 
I I signed up for this like introductory yoga thing. Oh. So I've I currently have unlimited uh, like classes that I can go to. So I've done a lot of yoga every so you're week. Be bendy. Yeah, and also strong, and also all meditatey. Oh yeah, there's like the breathing factor is very meditatey. Yeah, I tried to do yoga once. I think you have to try it all over once or twice the, or five times. The key to yoga is when you first start, find yourself an actual introductory class rather than just hopping into like the walk-ins. Right. Because if you, someone needs to actually like teach the fundamentals and, and you're not going to get it unless someone actually teaches those to you. I think you're right. Now, how many people do you think actually when they set a New Year's res- resolution Stick to this thing. Well, I'm cheating, but I know. Of course you freaking know. You know everything. Well, it's not that. We were doing this segment, so I thought, let's look up some stats. So prepared. (laughs) About 45% of Americans generally make New Year's resolutions, so that means 55. Less than half. And and then about only 10% actually achieve. 10%. Yeah. See, here's the problem with people and their New Year's resolutions. I'm going to break this down to you. This is Uncle Jay talking to you through the microphone, kids. I almost went into Bill Cosby. That would have been bad. Mm-hmm. You, you got to do a small resolution that changes things. Like, make your primary drink water instead of other things, and that will drastically affect the way your body works and con- cuts down considerably on sugars but it's such a small change. And it's an achievable change. Too many people, well, they I mean, the broke num- it down. The number one's got to be lose fat or yeah. lose weight. Yeah. Number one, so we have a top 10 New Year's resolutions for 2015. So number one, lose weight. And the problem here is that people are like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds in January. You got to give yourself achievable, like actual quantifiable goals. If and- you lose 20 pounds in January... You are not healthy. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> you have gotten sick or developed a awful disorder. Number two, getting organized. That one actually surprises me. Really? Yeah, it's number two I on the like list. I feel like people are either organized or they're not organized. Yeah, but you know what? For example, every September, because that's time that's to go back to school. Year, that's yeah. my new year. That's when I vow to be more on the ball, less procrastinating, and like more organized every year and it never works but there's always i mean again that's a massive thing to undertake but if you say i'm going to write once a day when i get to my desk yeah that's a little more achievable and maybe it's also maybe quantifiable what, you know like what does more organized mean oh, at yeah, the end that's of the day ridiculous. but if you're gonna go and write a to-do list when you get to work that might help you stay on top on top of everything and yeah you'll be more organized Number three, spend less, save more. Again, that seems like an insane task. The thing should be like, I'm going to bring lunch at least X days a week from right. home. And also, of course, you want to spend less and save more. You just made it through Christmas. Everyone needs to spend less and save more after okay, Christmas. Here's one that I don't even understand. Enjoy life to the fullest. What does that mean? If you're not doing that already, what do you think a new year is going to kick into gear here? <laughs> Uh, number five, staying fit and healthy, sure. similar to one. Uh, number six, learn something exciting. 
Oh, I kind of like that one. I like that one. It's kind of similar to your, I'm going to read a classic book per quarter. Right. Like learn something exciting, maybe not every day, but learn something exciting this year. Think of something achievable that excites you and try to do that. Number seven on the list is quit smoking, which I actually kind of think is cool because historically that was much higher on the list. Yeah. I think that's indicative of the fact that people are smoking less. I think you're right. Uh, number eight, help others in their dreams. I feel like that's like a phone. Like, huh. I feel like, I don't know if that's real. Cause I don't know anyone who goes around thinking I'm going to help someone else achieve their dreams. If they exist, my name's Ivana. <laughs> you can reach out to me. I have a lot of dreams. <laughs> I would love your help. Really, truly. Um, I mean, I think help others achieve their dreams is more along the lines of, Okay, this year, when somebody is starting out in their career and that may be the same career as me, maybe I help them. Like maybe I'll become a mentor. Maybe I mentor them. That that's how I see that. And yeah, if anybody wants to mentor my thirty-four year old ass, let's do this. <laughs> okay, number nine, fall in love. Okay. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's not a resolution. You can't just tell yourself to fall in love this in 2016. This is the year I fall in love. You know what that's going to lead to? A lot of sex. And a lot of disappointment. A lot of disappointing sex. <laughs> and number 10, spend more time with family. Which, you know what? The way to do that is you have to not just say, I want to spend more time with family. You have to actually make plans. You got to get organized. And actually go out and spend more time with them, which is just, I mean, lovely, but sounds so exhausting. (laughs) Or what I think what that really means is work-life balance, cut back at work. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's a fair, fair assumption because if you have kids, you know, you have to know when to turn off your day. Like one of the things that I heard uh, when I first started in radio, one of my bosses said, you could work forever you have to choose when it stops like there will always be work and genuinely you will you can work forever you know what that i someone gave me that advice too i was like i don't know what i was doing but i was like pulling all-nighters getting really stressed out legitimately like working into completely burning out and yeah someone said to me like only you can find the stop button and and not only that there will always be more work. Yes. You will never finish because there's no such thing. That's the whole point of work. It just keeps going and going. And the more you do, the more they give you to do. Think about that. Wow. I think we know a lot about New Year's resolutions now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We didn't give you an assignment because we didn't even tell you we were taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> also, but- let's be honest. You've seen the movie that we're about to talk about. That's right. It was the it's the biggest domestic film of all time. Not surprising. Still not internationally though. Avatar still got that. Just give it time. Give it time. Give it time. So Star Wars: The Force Awakens. We're about to talk about it now. Now, Spoiler maybe you're alert. maybe you're jumping in here, and it's a month after the movie has come out, and for whatever reason, you haven't seen it. We're gonna spoil some stuff. There's stuff in this movie to spoil. You may want to check the description and jump to the outro now. Ivana, 
is I, nodding, I'm, I'm but nodding. it's audio. <laughs> I have nothing to say <laughs> to add to that. You're right. <laughs> so I hope you've gone because right now, spoiler time. So what'd you think? It was everything I was hoping that it would be. Ray is everything I was hoping that she could be. And Kylo Ren is my favorite character. My favorite character is Kylo wow. Ren. Wow. My favorite character is Ray. I love Ray. She's my I, second favorite like character. Kylo Ren is a fun, interesting villain. I'm so excited to delve into it more. But Ray is too damn good. Like, just everything about her is perfect. Because if I have a seven year old daughter, I want her to be like Ray. She has amazing ingenuity. She, I thought she was fantastic in the role. This is her first Daisy Ridley. Movie. Yeah, yeah. In what world is this your first movie? Uh, the world where you're the luckiest person on earth, luckiest ever. <laughs> yeah. And then there was, uh, you know, Oscar Isaac as as Poe, who I I thought he was a lot of fun. He was my third favorite character. It okay. was and number Finn one, was Kylo Ren. Oh wait, sorry, four? you're right. Finn was number three. Finn was three. Yeah. See, here's the thing about which this one movie. was Poe again? Poe is the the pilot. Finn was the oh, stormtrooper. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Finn. Finn is definitely the number three. Okay. Like Poe, he was cool. I don't know. Let me tell you something. The thing I loved about Star Wars: The Force Awakens is I love that we saw old characters, but I love that I like the new characters better. Me too. I I was much more into the new characters. In fact. That's what I came to see was the story again with the new characters, except the ending when we finally see Mark Hamill. Man. Oh, it was perfect. It wasn't that the best? Like, I kept wondering when he was going to show up. He was third build on this movie. And when we see that ending, I was like, nope, totally works. A hundred percent. I'm in. I'm good. So I, I have. I, I mean, I now I do have problems with the film. Like it is, I mean, we just went out and out and about and said it was perfect. There are some issues with the film, as there are, with- as they're in like perfect movies are so hard to come by, so hard to come by, yeah. But yeah, there are some semblances from the first film. J.J. Abrams definitely. Played I like this that film though. I liked safe. the semblances from the first film, and I like the safe that he played it because you know what? That's what I wanted to see this time around. I agree. We I all wanted to see wanted the this. same movie, but with new characters, characters that were better than the original characters, and characters that I want to grow with. I agree with you there because I don't want more government, more federal trade. Freaking embargoes and shit. I don't need no. that. I want I want I characters and their journey. And and one of the things actually that I loved about this movie was the fact that in some ways the plot was so secondary. Like, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden it's time to uh blow up the planet and like we're there and whatever. Like it felt very like, yeah, 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 there's a battle. That's in the background. Well, there, were, there were resemblances, of course, to uh you know, Star Wars, to of episode course. four, A New Hope, whatever you want to call it. There were, like, when they had that new Death Star that was blowing up the five planets, you know, there were real stakes when we saw it in Star Wars with um, with Leia watching her home planet die. Like, we felt those stakes. When they killed those five planets, we were kind of like, okay. Like, you didn't build us up with those planets, so sure. 
Yeah, okay. but you know what? That didn't bother me because this movie was really all about introducing the new characters, and that's what it did well. Like, it did very well. It, I it, love that she's sitting next to Chewie at the end. I know. It's so Oh, and good. I mean, I hate what... I, like. I hate why she's sitting next to Chewie because of because of Han. Let's face it, like we've said spoilers. Because Han dies. Yeah. But Han needed to die. Yeah, I agree. Like to make this movie work, it it was beautiful that Han died. And it was at the right moment. It was in the right way. It really just I was so sad. I I was sad. I felt like that movie I mean the pace of that scene I felt could have lingered. I felt like there could have been a little bit more drawn out because it didn't punch me the way that I thought it would punch me. Mostly because whenever somebody steps out onto a bridge in these movies, somebody's dying. So I was kind of like, okay, well, Han's going to die. This, See, is, this is how this is going to go down. For me, it it punched me because I was so into Kylo Ren and what, he, what was going on in his brain. He and Adam Driver is such a brilliant actor. You see all the pain and torment and you see the fact that he's not really bad on the in the at his core. It's like he's trying to be bad. He really wants to be Darth Vader. I really want to know what Luke told him about Vader because it sounds like he never said, "Yo, dude, at the end of his life he saved my life. He went good. What's the matter with you?" Like he never at any point Said he killed the emperor. Well, and what about the um the sword things? The I'm bad at names the and remembering. Lightsabers? No, not the lightsabers. The the group of um Jedi's that uh, Mark Hamill or oh the the academy the Luke yeah the academy yeah the Jedi academy that, that but didn't they call them was... they called them a something? I I can't remember what they called them, but he was definitely a member of that. Yeah, Academy. yeah, yeah. And now they're all gone. And now they're all gone. What happened? Well, I'm guessing Kylo Ren, like, Anakin the shit out of everybody. I don't think so. You think Luke did? Maybe. No. And that's why he's exiled? No, he himself? exiled himself. Yeah, he exiled I himself. Think, I think he left them, and that in and of then caused them I all mean, to die. I mean, that's why I love the ending, because I'm like, why are you on this little piece of rock? Mm-hmm. I need to know, man. I think that the next movie... Is going to be a lot, it's going to be like a, a dual timeline movie, a mix of what's going on in the current and what happened to Luke in the past to get him to where he is now. I hope so. I hope it's kind of like, I'm not saying Kill Bill volume two-ish, but at least showing us a little bit of it. Yeah, I think I think that it has to because we have to figure out why. why is it that he should help Daisy train now? Because otherwise, well, the only other person... Well, he should help Daisy train because freaking Daisy is Yoda. As far as I'm concerned, I know that sounds ridiculous. And I know a lot of us fanboys out there are griping over Daisy being able to force pull that lightsaber away from Kylo Ren. Yeah. That, um, you know, Ray is able to beat back Kylo Ren. I know a lot of us fanboys are pissed about that. But let me tell you what I felt in that. Every lightsaber battle we've ever seen has been filled with emotion. All emotion. Vader and Luke. Vader killing Obi-Wan. Luke and Vader the second time around when Luke almost goes to the dark side. 
It is always fueled with emotion. Now, Yoda, when he lifts that X-Wing in Empire, he's calm, he breathes in, he exerts no, like nothing. He just calm. And when we're watching that fight where Kylo Ren is just all emotion and crazy, she like Yoda's him during that battle and force pushes the shit out of him. And I'm like, okay, she's Yoda. Amazing. Yeah, I I will admit that Yoda, what he's kind of was amazing at was almost like he was in control via meditation. And that is how every time when Rey used the force, she was in control and like centered herself before using the force. Yeah. Amazing. And I think that that comes from her upbringing. She was so patient. When you think about it, her whole life was spent. In a desert. Waiting. Surviving. Just waiting, waiting for her family to come back. And she didn't. She wasn't impatient about it. She wasn't looking for anything. She was just there. She tracked the days. She tracked everything. It wasn't an issue. She may not have loved her life, but she cultivated this inner peace And I think that you're right. I think that that's what helps. Freaking Yoda. Now, everybody online is just, who is Ray's dad? Or who are Ray's parents? Yeah, mom, dad, everyone. I I think Luke. I don't think Luke. I think that she's Kylo Ren's sister. So Han's kid. And Leia's kid. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, they knew Kylo Ren up until he was, whenever he took off. She was left at that planet for some reason. She's younger than him. I think that something happened that they had to pretend they never had her, and they left her there. Do you think that Luke may have, like, Jedi'd the shit out of their brains to forget about Rey? No, I think that if you notice the way that... um. Harrison Ford was very familiar with her. That's rare for him. He's not like that. That's everything against his character. Yeah, you know he, what I was, mean? he was super abrasive with Luke. Yeah, and he offered her a job very quickly. Well, she was quite good at finding her way around things just like he does. Yeah, and and she is a fantastic pilot. And then the other thing is the way that Leia embraced her at the end and the way that there was so much hurt in that embrace and the way that she always like looked at Harrison Ford like you know like Han Solo you're my dad and that immediately like Kylo Ren was like I can already see that you see him like a father yeah i think he is her father and i think that Kylo Ren is her brother and i think that that's also part of the reason why she was able to beat him in that fight because the difference between the two is that she is a calm center and he has a very uh volatile center and i think Especially because they're siblings, there's a link, a further link, and that's the link that brings them together. We got to ask, what did you think of Star Wars: The Force Awakens? You got to let us know. And and who do you think Ray's parents are? Yeah, okay, we'll ask you that too. Although, if you know something, you keep it to yourself. Don't want spoilers. Just just theories. I want spoilers. If you know something, I want no, spoilers. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. Here's the other thing. Send them to me, at It's Ivana on Twitter. That's right. You can send it to Ivana, and Ivana will promise not to share it with me. Or anyone else in the whole world. If 
they're sharing it with you on Twitter, it's already the whole world can see it. They'll DM me. Oh, oh, you're accepting DMs now, I see. (laughs) All right. That is it for today, our very first episode back in season two. Yes, thank you so much for listening. And this is this is the time. Season two, fresh start. Please get on iTunes, give us a rating, share us with your friends, tell us what's going on. Also, I did a little bit of digging because I got some feedback regarding uh, leaving iTunes ratings. Ooh. It appears that you can't just star rate. You actually have to write something as well. You do. Otherwise, your star rating doesn't count. Even it means if, nothing. Even if your sentence is, it's cool, or, yep, good enough. <laughs> just just like, even if it's just the character S, and then people can be like, why did this person write the letter S? I know, and then all of a sudden you are like an internet mystery who's the S guy. Yeah. So Intrigue. Anything you want, you, but, but it is a technicality. You do have to write something in addition to that star rating. I appreciate you saying that, actually, because maybe a lot of people tried and they just didn't put something in. Yeah. You can also find us on Facebook at Friends Elephants. And you know what? I think we should make a resolution to be a little bit more active on Facebook this year. All right. That's a good resolution. We'll do a post a week. That's a good one, too. Or more. Or more. But that's our minimum. We will commit to a post a week. I'm going to post now. Perfect. You can also find us via email, friendswithelephants at mail.com. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Jester J. I'm at It's Ivana. We look forward to hearing from you. We apologize for the sudden silence, but we are back. So please uh, rate us, catch us on iTunes, catch us on SoundCloud or archive.org. We want to hear from you. I'm posting. We also don't have... An outro. I wrote season two arrives Monday. Oh. That means you have to. You have to post this on Monday. On Well, Sunday night, mid- yeah. midnight-ish. Yeah. Arrives on Monday. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. Facebook wouldn't lie. Facebook wouldn't lie. I miss our Facebook page. Mm. What? Did, well, why, did, why haven't we been posting more? I don't know. I feel like we should use it like a blog, you know? Okay. I'm dead with that. I'm yeah. going to post... Uh, This is how all of our business decisions get made. (laughs) Randomly talking into (laughs) microphones in a a professional studio, though. We are in a professional studio. We're back in Chris's studio. Don't ask me how he said yes to us coming back after the god awfulness that we did last time we were in. (laughs) But yeah, he uh, he said we could come back and he's got like TIE fighters and a Death Star. Subway cups. he's, He's Star Wars. He would probably love this episode. Subway's really unhealthy for you, Chris. You shouldn't eat it. That's my cup. Subway's really unhealthy for you, Jay. You shouldn't eat it. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.